The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hit the guys up at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hour 2, T-Row in the Morning Show. Toby and T.J. with you. We're brought to you every day by Riverwind. Friday, April 14 is the date. Weekend is upon us. It's going to be, um, today's going to be nice, a little breezy. Tomorrow's going to be a little cooler, windy, very windy. Sunday looks pretty nice, too. Hey, uh, before we get into some baseball talk here, Teach, let's bring everybody our Sooner Weekly Update. Brought to you by Wade Electric. Here's what's coming up, uh, Today, the Sooner track team hosts the Sooner Invitational. 10.30 a.m. at John Jacobs Track and Field Complex. A mission is free. Go watch a little TNF today. Men's tennis tonight. I had Nick Kroll on the show last night. They got a big weekend. Final two matches of the regular season. Tonight, they host Baylor at the Headington Family Tennis Center. Rivals here. This could be chippy. Admission is free. Also tonight, baseball, Texas Tech, game one, 630. More about that in a second. Saturday, day two of the Sooner Invitational at John Jacobs Track and Field Complex starts at 9 a.m. OU soccer back in action this spring. They take on Arkansas at noon tomorrow. That's free as well. And game two of that OU Tech baseball series, 4 o'clock. That's Bark the Park. Then Sunday, men's tennis against Texas Tech at 1, admission free. Baseball, OU Tech at 2, series finale. For tickets, go to Soonersports.com. The Sooner Weekly Update brought to you by Wade Electric, your trusted electrical experts for your home or business. Call them at 405-329-1940. We'll talk some baseball, Teach. Yeah. We got Skip and Jeff Haxton coming up next hour. So OU Texas Tech tonight, always fun, always, um, always. Uh, what's the word, TJ, when OU and Texas Tech play? Uh, cantankerous. I like it. Always cantankerous. You got besties in the dugouts. Mm-hmm. Skip and Tim talk every day, like multiple times a day. Multiple times a day. Yeah. Hmm. Oh yeah. Fishing. Hunting buddies. Do you have anybody that you talk uh, talk to multiple no. times a day? My wife. Okay. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I have no male friends. <laughs> you I and I, to be... you and I, I guess talk multiple times a day. If it's just for a three-hour window, I try to be friends with you. You consistently <laughs> stiff arm me. Tim and uh, Skip, besties. They grew up playing baseball together. They, uh, you know, I think I've made my point. Yes. Okay. Yes. 
their best. So I've got pitching rotations in front of me, and I need your take on this, okay? Uh, Tonight, starters tonight for OU, Jamie Hitt in game one versus Tech lefty Mason Molina. Saturday, OU is TBD. Tech going with right-hander Trendon Parrish. Sunday, OU, Braden Carmichael, and Tech is TBD. All right, go. What do I need to know about this? Well, the only thing that I know and that I care about is that I'm in a panic now because what we were concerned with in the tightness has now led to a missed start, it sounds like, from uh, Braxton Douthit. So that's concerning. This team is just snake bit, it seems like, with injuries. Get guys oh, back, to... lose uh, somebody else. Get guys back, lose somebody else. We need, uh, remember uh, Sonny Galloway's snake farm? Uh, snake farm, yeah. Snake farm. Um, Maybe. Maybe. Let me give you another maybe. He's going two lefties this weekend. Hit and Carmichael. That's not surprising. We thought with the way Braden pitched yeah, he, last he week. Yeah, he had earned that spot. Yeah, that's not yeah. surprising to me. So maybe he's wanting to split up the two lefties with a righty in the middle and just making sure Braxton's okay before he puts his name down? Well, I hope that's what it is. Yes. But I don't know. It's... The fact that his name's not it's down, not is, down concerning. is concerning to me. You're right, yeah. Yeah, I when I saw this last night, I got a little pit of my stomach hurt a little bit. Like, dadgummit. Now, Jamie Hitt's been pitching very good, and so has Braden Carmichael, but so I got no qualms necessarily about when they're going or who's going or anything like that. I just really hope Braxton's okay, and I hope there hasn't been a setback since Tuesday. Moving him to Saturday, though, and just making it TBD does give him another extra day. That was on Thursday, so that technically gives him two extra days with how his normal rotation would go, and maybe that's what they're thinking, that that extra 24 hours really does him a lot of good, and, and he's fine to go Saturday, and you don't want them to know that he's ready to go. All right, so here's – you know OU, okay? You know the struggles they've had. Mm-hmm. Um, bullpen has been an issue. Um, guys in the lineup that aren't hitting like we thought they would, like Spikerman and Nicholas, have been issues. Sure. So it, you're aware of them. Yes. Texas Tech is a good baseball team. They are ranked in every poll as high as 17, as low as 23. They're 23 and 11. Um, they're a good baseball team. They got some guys that can really hit, like Gavin Cash, um, Nolan Hester. They're a good baseball team. I'm not about to, I'm not trying to downplay them. However, they have some issues, and it's going to be very interesting to see if Oklahoma can take advantage of that this weekend. For example, they lead the league in errors by a wide margin. Um, in conference play, 
in their nine Big 12 games, they have given up 19 home runs. That's over two a game they've allowed. Now, OU gives up home runs, right? They've given up 10 in their nine conference games. So 19 home runs allowed is a ton. They have... They've given up 22 stolen bases in their nine conference games. Uh, So teams are running on them like crazy. They have given up 53 on the year, which is also a giant number. So they've struggled to pitch it. They've, They've struggled to kind of find out who their starters are and what days of the week they go on. But more often than not, they've been able to hit enough to overcome that. You know, that's just kind of tech. You remember that series opener with TCU a couple of weekends ago where they beat them, was it like 20 to 13? They were down 8 nothing or something crazy and came back and won right. 20 to 15 or whatever. Because they, they just hit enough to overcome the fact that they've really struggled on the mound and they can't hold base runners and they give up a bunch of home runs. Now, the can't-holding-base-runners part is the part that really has my antenna up well, right that, now. That's, because... that's got to be the concern for them, not the power this weekend. So, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, OU's got to be able to take advantage of that. They've also stunk on the road. They're 2-9 and nine on the road. So... I don't know. They Tech is – I'll look up the new RPIs this morning. Last time I looked, these two teams right next to each other, like both in the 60s in the RPI. Um, Tech is in seventh place in the conference at four and five. OU's tied for eight at three and six. So you've got two teams that are not very happy with how things are going. And are both feeling like, boy, we better kick it in now. So there's a sense of desperation in both dugouts this weekend, Teach. Which I think, it doesn't matter what is at stake. The the conference was on the line when they met in Lubbock last year in the final week of the regular season. So that was intriguing. This is intriguing for an entirely different reason. But... The fact that both teams right now are messing around at the bottom of the conference makes this weekend a lot of fun, I think. Yeah, Tech is 62 in the RPI and OU is 64. See, don't you think about Texas Tech as being, like, way better than OU? Yeah, that's funny listening to you talk because, yes, the— Tech always makes me nervous no matter when the series comes around, no matter how Oklahoma's playing. This is going to sound silly, but when I watch Tech, I think, man, they play baseball. What do you mean by that? I don't necessarily disagree, but what do you mean by that? Well, like every team OU's played this year in that sport plays baseball, but Texas Tech plays baseball, man. (laughs) Does that make sense? Right, let me let me so see yes, I... I in my mind tech is better than and, and I know have known all season long that they've struggled and uh, haven't played well and 
but I still see them as this, dang, Tech's coming to town this weekend and OU's struggling. Yeah, we're in trouble. We're in trouble, right. Yeah. Here's my impression of Texas Tech baseball. Through through the Tim Tadlock era, for the most part, they've been really good, like really, really good. They've gone to, uh, maybe it says here on the front, how many College World Series they've gone to in the last, uh, yeah, four College World Series in the last decade. Really good. They play with an attitude, and they crush the baseball. They have always had lineups that can put up tons of runs, and when they and they are cocky, they're mouthy. Yes, they're yes. mouthy. Their their fans are that way, and they're gonna tell you about it, right? They're gonna hit a home run, flip the bat, tell you about it. They're gonna strike out. They're gonna look in your dugout. They're gonna talk trash. They play with an attitude that intimidates a lot of teams, and quite frankly, has intimidated OU a lot through the years. They've pitched it, eh. They've had some really nice pitchers through the years here and there, but it's never really been their strong suit, right? And that's what Texas does. Texas Tech pitched it enough to go with their great offense, and that's gotten them to Omaha. But when they've gotten to Omaha and they've ran into other elite pitching, they've stalled out. Right. Yes, They've correct. never been able to like really even do what OU did last year, which is make it to a championship series. That's tech to me. This year, same, maybe not even as good on the mound so far as, as some of the teams that have been mediocre in the past. I'm not saying OU's any better. I'm just saying I don't think tech is special amount. Last year, OU flipped the script on them. That OU team last year, as the year went along, they played baseball. <laughs> they became confident <laughs> and equally cocky, led by Trevin Michael. They went into Lubbock and talked trash to him. They beat him four out of five times. Parents were fighting in the parking lot. That last year's OU team was not scared at all of Texas Tech. They took it to them. I can't wait to see what happens this weekend because there are some of those guys left. Not a lot, but some. So just that whole general attitude around this series fascinates me to see if, because I don't care what Tech's record is. You know how they're sauntering in here, TJ. You know, you know what they, you know what they are. Right, exactly. Is, is OU if o, is OU up to the psychological intimidation warfare of Texas Tech? Can they give it right back to them and win this series? I, I I'm fascinated by that. I say the word fascinated too much. By the way, I'm working on my vocabulary, folks. I apologize. I think they can. Now, will they? It's a, it's the type of weekend that if OU has the successful weekend, in my opinion, the one guy we've been talking about a lot that needs to break out and really have that attitude this weekend and really help carry this team is Spike we're, we're, or Jack? Jack, Jackson, uh, Jackson Nicholas. It, it, we're talking about him. We're both probably on Monday if this has been a good weekend, I think, because of everything you just said. Because I think they've got to be those guys 
that kind of walk the walk this weekend. If Here's another talk. interesting storyline. OU starter tonight for game one. Jamie hit Texas Tech last year. Right. So is that is that good or bad? You know? Is he eager to attack his old teammates and takes them out with confidence? Or is he like, oh, crap, I've seen these guys take BP a lot. This is going to be tough. We're about to find out. What's he made of intestinally? That's what <laughs> internally. I don't That's care right. about his intestines, but internally, what's he made of? <laughs> his intestines may come into play here. Right. I don't know. We'll see. Anyway, there we, we did a pretty good job teeing up that series. That got a few people to the ballpark right there. You can Should, see it I live so. tonight, 6.30, game one. We got it on Sooner Radio. Blake Brewster's joining me for the call tonight. You got Chad and George on the ESPN Plus broadcast tonight. It's going to be a lot of fun. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment. The one for games. The one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. Black Thunder Roofing! <laughs> they bring you this hour of the T-Row in the morning show. Top-rated home advisor elite service award winner. That is Black Thunder Roofing. They do it all. Your one-stop shop for customers looking for one contractor. Free inspections. Yeah! Locally owned and operated. Branches out of Norman and Edmond servicing the whole OKC metro area. BlackThunderRoofing.com. Yeah. <laughs> 405-473-8028. They don't really laugh at you like that when they come to your house, but they might upon request. Uh, let's yeah. see what we have here on the text line. Toby, what time is the Tim Tadlock interview? No Tim Tadlock. Jeff Haxton this morning. Tim Tadlock refuses to come on with me. (laughs) Actually, I didn't ask him this year, so that's not fair. I just Uh, know what the answer would have been. The uh, one I was being a smart aleck to about uh, when they were saying they got severely underscored, and I said, are you a gymnastics coach? They say, yes, I am. So maybe it is KJ. Mm. Uh, perhaps Mark. Good morning, uh, KJ. (laughs) Good morning, gentlemen. Have a great show and a wonderful weekend. Thank you. Uh, TJ, don't forget to invite me to your son's game this year. Toby, see you tonight at baseball. That's from Mr. O.U. All right, very good. Hey, that makes me feel better knowing Mr. O.U. will be around. He's not intimidated by Texas Tech. I can promise you that. Mr. O.U., you'll love one of my son's games this year because it's a party. They're the bananas. We've got like four or five people in the stands dressed like bananas, and they dance and uh, they scream at people. Yeah, they're all. You haven't told me They're all kids and then lumber lady. Um, but uh, she dresses like a banana. She wears her banana outfit out there, and they all wear their oh, banana costumes. And it's that's uh, amazing. It, it gets the looks at a uh, baseball park because people are walking by, and like there's like five people over there dressed like bananas. <laughs> I love it. I love what your team's doing this year. Uh, the first thing that he thought of when they came up with the name and they decided on the name, he goes, "Do you think Lumber will wear her uh, banana outfit?" I go. Yeah, I said, you know Lumber, and he goes, yeah, she will. Sure enough, every game that she's been out there in her banana outfit. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Just curious, did TJ get a chance to help Jordy Ball yesterday? Yes, I did camo sooner. I haven't heard anything about this at all. Tell us more. BFC says, I'm Bob from Cement, reminding everyone without a PhD, you're just a college instructor, not a professor. 
Is that a shot at you? I don't think it's a shot at me, but that's not true. You don't have to have a PhD to be a college professor. Well, if that's a shot at you, uh, I'm, not, I'm not a college your professor. Request I'm an earlier, adjunct. BFC, I'm not. I'm not fulfilling your request earlier. You uh, are in trouble. You're banned. Uh, Toby, I, I appreciate Bob from Cement always policing planet Earth. By the way, thank you, Bob. <laughs> Make sure you keep us all straight. Toby, are track and meet and tennis matches available to watch on ESPN Plus? I don't think so. Not that I'm aware of. Tennis might at certain times, but I don't believe oh, yeah, track yeah. and field. Um, but may, maybe they are this weekend. I don't know for sure, but I have not heard that. By the way, I know I've complained about this before, but ESPN Plus, can you please uh, figure out your search engine? Bow, 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 bow. Oh, my goodness. It is a... It took me forever to get it for baseball the other night with Wichita State. I finally had to type in Wichita State, and it still wouldn't come up. And then I just typed Wichita, and boom, there it is. I'm like, it wouldn't come up under Sooners, Oklahoma, Oklahoma University, none of it. I I agree. Oh, my goodness. It is uh, inefficient and not very well managed. I don't understand it. I don't either. (laughs) It's so simple to get around all this. I don't don't know why. it's, I don't the, the thing I, I can't figure out why it hasn't figured out what I want to watch that that too like it should be the first thing that when it says these things are live right now it shouldn't be hockey because I've never clicked on anything hockey in my life right oh should be the first thing there regardless of what's going on whether it's you last night at Rudy's whether it's a gymnastics whether oh, this whatever is it is DJ Perry he likes to watch OU yes. stuff let's bring the he's, OU stuff to the top he's that's what all the other apps do. Sooners yes yeah. I don't be smarter ESPN plus. But now that I've said that there will be 1600 ESPN plus ads that hot pop up on my Facebook today telling me to subscribe. Mm-hmm. Morning, buddy. Good morning, oh, Carter. Happy Focus Friday. Happy OEC Fiber Football Friday. Good morning. I hope oh, you call you, a good series this weekend and that Thank your you. back is okay. I hope the Thunder and OU <laughs> baseball win today. I hope you have a good day. There's wow. a lot of hope in this text that, that Carter's sending. <laughs> have a good day. For some reason, he's got me worried about my back now. Why did he throw that in there? <laughs> Get inside. Get inside. Take shelter. Uh, by the way, that warning, uh, it's looking like uh, storm chances have, have uh, decreased as of tonight. You know, it was looking early in the week like tonight might be a little messy, but it, I don't think it's going to be too bad now. We're fine. Yeah. yeah you started the show by sounding the alarm about how bad of a day Saturday is going to be. I didn't say how bad of a day. You're, I said it was fine. going to be significantly colder than what we're today was. We're having pizza, and it's going to be fine, okay? You calm down, mister. Uh, Toby, don't you need to find? Uh, don't you need? Don't you find it interesting the difference in style of play between OU baseball and Tech, given the relationship between Skip and Tadlock? Tadlock must have been a hitter, and Skip must have been a pitcher. Hmm. Style of play difference. So, yeah, I mean, what you said about hitter and pitcher, true. I think, like, Skip has basically said. I'm I'm gonna work with the pitchers. I, I, the buck stops with him, but Reggie, I'm putting you in charge of the offense. And I think whatever Reggie wants to do with the offense, maybe this isn't entirely true, but the offense is the way they play offense is Reggie. That's you know, 
he he's the mastermind there. Uh, but yeah, it, they are stylistically different. Uh, Tech's had some good pitchers through the years, but they've leaned on the bats. OU last year was pretty great both ways. You know, that's kind of that was their magic to making such a deep run is they were amazing on the mound, and they also had a killer lineup last year. So it's hard to have them both. What you're saying about Skip is there's trust there with him. Yeah. Okay, you Absolutely. say this, go with this in the lineup. I'm going to trust you. Yeah, so, and I yeah. don't know what those conversations are really right. like. Maybe, maybe Reggie, you know, hands him a lineup and Skip says, let's go with this guy tonight instead of that guy. Probably that happens from time to time. But anytime he answers a question about the offense, he always gives Reggie all the credit for it. So I, I think it's, you know, pretty much Reggie's show there. Toby, I've lost count. So so how many Big 12 coaches refuse to be interviewed by you? Is Josh Holiday included? Mm. Josh has been on this show. Josh and I are very friendly with each other. Uh, if I see him before a game and ask him if I can talk to him, he always says yes. Whether he'd come on the radio show now, I was about to say, I don't, I don't remember know. him being on this show. I don't. I don't think he's agreed to come on in the last few years, but he has agreed to do like if I walk over in the dugout before the game, he would, he would do an interview. I'm probably exaggerating a little bit that Tim refuses to do an interview, but he has never come on the show, and chasing him down before a game is an impossible task. Like he's just, where's he at? He's over there. Well, he'll be here in a second. Then he never comes, and it's just it's become frustrating through the years. Which is funny because everybody in our dugout loves Tim Tadlock. Even our fans love Tim Tadlock. <laughs> but I have a hard time with Tim Tadlock because our, I've just never been able to get on the same page with him. Other than that, Teach, who refuses to come on? There's somebody in football. Who is it in football? Well, Texas won't come on because well, well, yeah, I don't we, we don't ever, go on. Though. Our coaches don't do that, and so they've decided they don't do that. Yeah. Mac, used, Mac used to come on, and in the early stages of, uh, what was his name, Herman, he came on a few times, and then Craig Way started trying to get Lincoln, and Lincoln wouldn't do Craig Way, and so Texas SID said, well, if Lincoln's not doing an interview with our guy, our guy's not doing an interview with you, and so now nobody does interviews with each other in <laughs> OU Texas. So. I'll get used to it. Everyone in the SEC is probably going to turn you down for a while. Oh, for sure. Yeah. We'll be back. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. All right, Teach. Friday, April 14, it is uh, time to read the news. It's time for In the News. <laughs> Thank you. You don't have to do that at some point. If you feel humiliated, TJ, I give you permission to not do that anymore. But I do love it. I feel humiliated coming on this show for the last 20 years, but I still show up. You have a good attitude about it. The Rays are 13-0. They did it again. Coming from behind yesterday, Tampa Bay wins again. They, uh, 13, let's see, let's hit, they tied for second for the longest streak to begin a season of all time. Number one, do you know number one? Uh, what's the Brewers, wasn't it? 
Well, they've tied the Brewers. They've tied the those teams in the 80s. There was a Cardinal team and a Brewer team that started 13-0. The longest streak in recorded Major League Baseball history, win streak to start a season, the 1884 St. Louis Maroons started 20-0. and oh, The Maroons had great fans. Great fans of the Maroons Yes, fans. they did. Yes, you know what? Uh, I really hope, who's Tampa playing this weekend? Do you know? Who are they playing right now? Or is it maybe they just finished the series? I don't know. But they've got Cincinnati. I can tell you real quick. In Cincinnati starting Monday. So if they can make it through this weekend, they're definitely getting three more there, I think. I don't think they make it through this weekend. Pretty tough uh, test this weekend on the road in Toronto. Mm. Oh, it's a different country. <laughs> so do those losses count or the streak still alive in, in America? Oh, they count like 1.2 or 0.8, whatever the current exchange rate is. Texas lost another guy, Teach. Not a football player, a basketball player. Five-star guard A.J. Johnson has decommitted from Texas and says instead he's going to go play from the for the Illawarra Hawks of Australia's NBL. 6-5, five-star combo guard out of Southern California was headed to Texas next year, no longer. Who'd you say he's playing for now? Oh, man. I said he's playing for the Illawarra Hawks of Australia's <laughs> NBL team. Uh, so good luck to him. I just like these stories that have people decommitting from Texas in right, any yes. sport. Makes no, that's me happy. Good. That's good. Are you aware of the Cavender? Oh, I keep forgetting my sounder here today. Hang on a second, TJ. Uh, I didn't have... I didn't have access yesterday, so I have uh, fallen. I forgot about this. Are you aware of the Cavender twins? Yes. They are leaving Miami. That's correct. Haley and Hannah Cavender, social media stars, are foregoing their fifth year of basketball eligibility for a, quote, new chapter, the twins announced on Tuesday. What started as us playing basketball 16 years ago has turned into something bigger than we could ever imagine, they wrote in their social media statement. There are, uh, apparently they've hinted, TJ, I think they were on the Today Show or something yesterday, they've hinted that they might go into the WWE. Would not be surprising. They had a uh, very successful set of twins not too long ago that were very popular, so... The Bella Twins. According to NIL Marketplace Opendorse, the Cavenders were already top five in NIL earnings for women's sports and among the top ten across all sports when they transferred to Miami. Some of their brand partners include WWE, Champ Sports, Life Wallet, Under Armour, and Victoria's Secret. It is amazing to me how... Uh, pretty people have always, uh, you know, had their careers in Hollywood and modeling this and that. But social media has made good-looking women so rich just for being good-looking. That's amazing to you, huh? <laughs> well, I'm just – no, it's not, but it just – how rich is what's amazing. Uh, it was surprising feel jealousy to me. in your there's, voice There's right jealousy. Now. There's jealousy. <laughs> I've sat here in this chair for 20 years humiliating myself. Hack, 
Nothing. All right? Nothing. They show up and do a couple of little dances. 47 million people follow them. It started with a call from a fisherman who said he saw what looked like a black Jeep virtually submerged in a large lake in Marion County, Texas. Guy was out fishing at the lake. He saw something floating out there in the middle of the lake. It looked like the top of a Jeep, Teej. So he called authorities. The initial call came on Friday morning. It took deputies around 18 minutes to reach the scene. Remember that, TJ? At Lake of the Pines, which sits between Dallas and Shreveport, Louisiana. Are you aware of Lake of the Pines? It sounds familiar, but I don't know why. I've never been to Lake of the Pines, I don't believe. It took a little longer. You know, authorities got there 18 minutes. It took a little longer for a truck from a nearby wrecker service to arrive. The Jeep was far from shore, about 40 feet out in the water, from Woody's Camp Boat Ramp. The fisherman who called the authorities stuck around, using his boat to help a tow truck worker get out to the Jeep and hook up a tow cable. Okay, you know, So, guy sees a Jeep, calls the authorities. The authorities get there in 18 minutes. They assess the situation. They call a tow truck. Tow truck comes over. Guy in the boat, fishing boat, goes out, helps him hook up a line. It was at that time that they saw a woman inside the Jeep. They abruptly began a rescue mission. She was alive. What? They got her out of the Jeep, into the fishing boat, pulled the Jeep in. The woman was alive in the submerged Jeep. Like it was completely that? underwater. No, it was like there was like one corner of it that was bobbing up, oh. but the windows are tinted. Oh, my goodness. So she's like laying in there just, you know, in Fear the little pocket of air. Freak out moment, man. Yes. Oh, my goodness. They get there to hook up the tow line, and all of a sudden he's like, there's a lady in here. She's fine. They got her out. That made your heart race a little bit, didn't it? Well, yeah, just just you know, knowing that there's that little pocket of air right there, that freaks me out. Yeah, yeah. Thank goodness she's okay. This falls under the category of why didn't we think of that, TJ? Dateline, Socorro, Great. New Mexico. We could have been hot twins. Now what? Remember when we invented the uh, remote DVR? That's right. We should have done this. (laughs) Scientists in New Mexico are giving dead birds new life with an unconventional approach to wildlife research. A team at the New Mexico Institute of Mining and Technology is taking birds that have been preserved through taxidermy and converting them into drones. Um, Long story short, They have found out that birds don't like to be close to drones, TJ. However, if the bird thinks it's another bird, they'll hang out with it. So they can fly along in migration patterns. They can study the birds. The birds say, hey, that's another bird, because it was. (laughs) And so they can fly the drones along in formation, (laughs) hang out with these other bird packs, all that kind of stuff. Now, you may ask. These birds not see the propellers coming out of the back of their fellow bird? No, because they're stupid birds, okay? No, that's not what's going on here. 
these birds are smarter than we think, and they're like, Ralphie, the dead bird's back again. He's still flying. What do we do? Don't look him in the eye. Just keep flying, all right? Is that the first time in the history of the show you've done bird voices? <laughs> hey, second, second time. you're incorrect about this. You've heard the term bird brain. It's it's that's a term for a reason, TJ. Hey, I had cockatiels. They were really smart. Okay, they're taking dead birds, taxidermy in them, hooking them up to drones, and flying them around up in the sky. Genius. Why didn't we think of this, TJ? Now they haven't gotten rich off of it yet, so that's you know, they're probably going to. It's just a matter of time. <laughs> and finally, this falls in the why didn't I think of that category? There has been a heist in Philadelphia. You know how you watch these shows, these datelines, and mm-hmm, these mm-hmm. 48 hours and, and these Netflix shows. First 48, shows, 2020, yeah. I'll watch and and you them. say, I, I could get away with I've watched enough yes. where I know how I could get away with something. Without a doubt. That's what I thought of when I read this story is, how could I pull something like this off? Maybe you and I together could team up, Teach. Dateline Philadelphia. Thieves may not have been counting on finding a mountain of change when they broke into a semi-truck <laughs> filled with $750,000 in dimes. They made off with a large chunk of the cargo and left coins behind scattered around a Philadelphia parking lot. Authorities say the thieves fled with over $100,000 in dimes. <laughs> It is not yet known how they carted it off. You can't just stick that in your pocket, teacher. The theft was reported around 6 a.m. Thursday. The tractor-trailer driver had picked up the dimes from the Philadelphia Mint on Wednesday. He was transporting them to Florida on Thursday. It's not clear how many people were involved in the theft or if they even knew what was in the truck. But they stole over $100,000 in dimes and they say there's just dimes everywhere in this parking lot that they left behind. I'm so jealous. You could have been on your walk and just, well, there's your vacation for the next several years. I don't even need to steal the $100,000 worth of dimes. If they could have just given me a heads up that said, hey, we've made the haul. We've left behind a mess. Right. Here's the address. <laughs> I could have gone there on my walk. Yeah. Cleaned up, you know. I know they really happen. That sounds like a complicated haul to me. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. I know that they happen. We've seen the documentaries. We hear the true stories over the years. But heists are one of those things that I'm like, those only happen in the movies and on TV shows. They don't happen in real life. Like, And that sounds like a movie script. Oh, yeah. Like some guy heard about a truckload of dimes and they're going to take it down. How are you going to get away with this? (laughs) Right. Where are you going to go into a bunch of grocery stores into the uh, coin exchange? I don't know a lot about, but if it's freshly minted, I would think that'd be kind of trackable, right? I mean, I don't know about trackable, but hey, be on the lookout for the new dimes. Oh, without a doubt, they'll be trackable. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know how they flip this. You can't just take it to the bank. No. Somebody out there who's a criminal, let us know the best plan going forward for them getting rid of the dimes. Mexico? Are they going to Mexico with all the dimes? I don't know how you get that many dimes across but, the board. But again, you can't like make major purchases with dimes. So 
Are they going to nickel and dime purchases the rest of their life? You know what I mean? It's not like you can show up and buy a home with dimes and then somebody not say, hey, these guys might be the dime heist guys. Just got a giant room in your house full of dimes for the rest of your life. That's how you pay (laughs) for everything. Just buy small purchases with dimes. (laughs) I need a candy bar. I can get get some dimes now. And that's the news for Friday, April 14th. We'll be back. Did you miss one of our shows? Don't beat yourself up, because we've made it easy for you to beat that Ref Army FOMO. Catch up on shows and interviews you might have missed with the Ref Podcast page. Just go to KREF.com and click on the podcast page. Or go check out your favorite podcast provider and search for KREF, the home of Sooner fans. Here for you 24-7, 365 at the KRF Podcast page. Black Thunder Roofing brings you this hour of the T-Row in the morning show. Free estimates. Free inspections. If you feel like you may need to have your roof looked at, Black Thunder Roofing, top-rated home advisor elite service award winner, blackthunderroofing.com, or call 405-473-8028 today. I've been thinking this through the break. I think I could pull off this heist. I would need an army of children to make it work. But if i got a bunch of kids, I can't be seen going into the Coinstar on video surveillance. They're going to catch me very quickly. But yep. if I have an army of children that just go in with, you know, 30, 40, 50, even 100 bucks worth of dimes, exchange it out, and yep. then bring the money back out to me, I give them 10 bucks, and then I'm never seen on surveillance at the Coinstar machine, I think I could pull this off. Brilliant. I so just need an need army of children. There's a dozens of <laughs> criminalistic tendency children <laughs> they don't know they're being criminals you're just saying hey can you go in and exchange this these dimes for me i'll give we'll you keep a their cash. mouths shut we're right. gonna have to keep their mouths shut about this i think it'll work i think it'll work all right i'm, I'm gonna try break. this next time i hear about a semi full of dimes coming through town i'm gonna give it a shot skip johnson live jeff haxton live next hour we'll be back